The Ark in the Darkness, Unearthing the Mysteries of Noah's Flood, comes to a theater near you on March 20th and 21st. What happened to the dinosaurs? Why did God send the flood? This film unveils compelling evidence in support of the Bible from a team of scientists from Answers in Genesis and Liberty University. The Ark in the Darkness reveals the truth about Noah's flood. This incredible film hits theaters on March 20th and 21st. Buy your tickets now at noahsflood.com. That's noahsflood.com. Want more ways to connect to the show? You can like us on Facebook to start with facebook.com slash married to the games or follow us on Twitter at MTTGcast. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh my goodness, 008. Kids and wives and nine to fives, but we are married to the games. Two months strong. I can't believe it. It's your boy, Gabe Patillo, of course, with Tim Router and Timothy Hall. And uh, we are back at it, man. Another podcast. We are happy to be here. Thank you guys for listening. Um, so let's get into it. Timothy Hall, how was your weekend? Pretty good, man. I got into uh, some more Borderlands 2 over the weekend. And the story, I'm getting pretty close to the end. That's why I'm kind of trying to hunker down on it before all these all this new stuff comes out. Right. Um the story is is has gotten like really really good coming into the end here and I kind of want to take back something I said probably about four episodes back where I said that you can go ahead and jump into two. You can, but playing through one makes the story of one a lot more meaningful even though it's kind of a flat story. Oh, um, just because of all the developments in two. And to be honest with you, I recommend playing one first now. There you go. Okay. Okay. Oh, that works. Well, I'd like to hear that. I'd love to hear that. Well, it makes the story in two a lot more meaningful, too. Mm-hmm. It's it's really kind of crazy how it works because the, in one, you can select from one of four characters. And then when you play through two, you encounter each one of those characters. So those characters play a role in two. Um, nice. So I guess depending upon you know who you play in one, the story could mean something different for you. It's it's kind of crazy. And you're playing Commando, right? Yeah. Or, or you're not the Berserker or anything. No, that's a no. Mind. Yeah. Okay. Every other uh, every other class seems to have like more more magic. Uh, I guess more like magic based abilities. Oh yeah. Like sure. and I don't want to say magic because the game's not really. It's <clears throat> right. it's not that kind of game. It's not World of Warcraft, but. You know, it's like, it's kind of a mock MMO, and, you know, every other class has special abilities, whereas with the Commando, really, you're just, you're guns. So it's like, hmm. You know, it makes the game more fun to play as a different class, but I just went with Commando, because that's kind of how I went with the first one. Right. Um, Did you guys hear about the uh, thing that was going on with Borderlands 2 on the Xbox? I'm playing on the PS3, so I haven't experienced this, but... On the Xbox, apparently, people have found an exploit where, uh, like, I guess if you get into their game, it'll erase your character. What? Did you hear about this? Oh, I also heard that it would, um, that you could get, like, max points, too. You can trick it so that you get, like, all these max points, too. I was, I didn't hear about that one. I just heard about the, the exploit. It, basically, it's some kind of, um, one life mode. You know what I mean? Kind of like in Diablo, how they have the hardcore mode, I guess. Oh, right. wow. 
to where you only get one life, so if you die, you just lose that character. Oh, wow. Well, apparently when they were making the game, they kind of built that into the game thinking we may use this. And at the last second, I guess they just turned it off. Huh. So apparently people hacked into it and found a way to just turn it back on with third-party tools. So it's wow. kind of Those a big Windows problem. guys. Those Windows guys are always up to something. Well, yeah, it's almost it's well, I, and I've only ever experienced that really on the Xbox. There may be cases of the same thing going on on PlayStation. I'm not sure, but like for instance, with Xbox, I rebought Modern Warfare One about probably about a month ago, and uh, or no, it wasn't a month. It was closer to maybe three or four months ago. And the first thing I did was like, oh, I'm going to go check out the online and you know see if it's still going. It has gone nuts. Yeah. Like yep. with hacks, like I got on there and the, like there was this, I remember a multiplayer stage on there where it was like raining. Mm -hmm. I logged in and it was like, like that was the first stage it sent me into. And like the whole stage was just like different color palettes and people were flying and stuff. Just like, oh, what good the Lord. heck, dude? <laughs> yeah. In Wonderland. That is insane. It's, it looked like Counter-Strike like three years ago, like the regular Counter-Strike. Oh, where people were installing hacks and stuff. I mean, man, it looked nuts. That's patch, crazy. Patch that up, people. No, nah, man. They, no, they're not they going to patch that up. They just let it go, man. That's yeah. such an old game. They're like, they, I think they just let the hackers have it. <laughs> That's a trip. Golly. So you're playing Borderlands 2, and then have you uh, touched Dishonored again uh, at all? I haven't re-rented it, no. I mean, I, I just bought... Funny thing is, like, I came... And this was uh, after Sunday night, like I came back in from work and I was like, man, I was like, I've got to pre-order Halo 4 because I know my brother-in-law is getting it and I want to be playing it with him, multiplayer. So um, I went ahead and went and looked at the deals on it and uh, Dell had a, uh, yeah, Dell actually sells video games, I didn't even know. They had a pre-order deal with it where you got like a $20 gift card and I was like, well, shoot, I'll just do that. To Dell, like a $20 gift card? Card yeah, Adele. twenty dollar gift card to Dell, and I was like, you know what? Worst case scenario, I can get like a, you know, twenty dollar PSN card or a twenty dollar Xbox card, you know, or something. So I mean, it was kind of cool to get that for free, but um, yeah, that's really cool. But it was just funny because my uh, brother in law texted me later on, and he's like, "Yeah, we're waiting out, you know, for the midnight release." And I was like, "That's one of the things about you know waiting and getting the deal is like, you know, other people are playing it two days before you are, but you know." gotta do what you gotta do i know it's all gonna catch up to everybody there's gonna be a few people who are gonna play it but first but then everybody plays it so yeah speaking it's just of, the excitement i was gonna say speaking of halo i'm drinking game fuel right now so yeah Beautiful. in the spirit i guess <laughs> yes happy halo 4 to everybody today because uh because of its release so that's that's good vote master chief yep <laughs> red or blue i'm just kidding yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Router, how about your weekend, buddy? Man, it was good to see you guys on uh, Halloween. Uh, we all got together. That's right. We had a little bonfire outside. Um, we we try to do that every year where we, we set up. Um, I have a little fire pit, and in our driveway, we kind of line our driveway with um, some, some lit up candles in a bag. And then we have uh, some food out, some candy, some snacks, and, and we just, you know, get all the trick-or-treaters in and it was good to have all my boys with me and see all the wives and and the babies and it was it was a lot of fun so amara was, was really too, cute boy. gabe she was really cute as a ballerina 
Oh man, well yeah, I was trying to keep up with that chicken that you had. Well, that was hilarious. That's all, Mama. Mama was stitching <laughs> like feather, uh, like a feather boa onto a a stuffed onesie like the night before. But it, yeah, she looked. Yeah, I cannot believe she made that. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, she was really cute. So yes, Piper was a chicken, and our dog Maggie was a pig. But yeah, man, kind it was of. Good. It was good kind to, of a pig. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, she, was, yeah. she was more like a pig sliding off her back. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, that that costume was weird. We got it at Target, and like that pig head was like sliding off to the side, so it looks like she had like <laughs> yeah. two heads. It was weird, was but it was awesome. good hanging out with you guys. And um, and then uh, this weekend, just you know, did some did some work around the house, got it all kind of winterized, and got rid of all the dead stuff that was around the house, and pretty much did like six loads of laundry and had a productive weekend and got a little assassin's creed three in and um yeah it was good man yeah how you feeling about it how you liking assassin's creed is good yes it's it's really good and we can talk a little bit more about it in a little bit but um yeah i'm i'm liking it so far and uh it's i mean i'm just a big fan of that whole collection so uh you know i'll always be i'll always be an assassin's creed fanboy so it's great you played a little bit for us on uh on halloween man that game is beautiful it it really is it, it looks gorgeous and it, it gets even better from there so it it's really really cool and we could t- i've got a few news items for that that i want to talk about later but gabe tell us about your weekend my friend oh man mine was fine we uh we did the whole walt disney thing how did it go it was cool it was it was interesting because it's such a different thing and obviously it's november and so to be doing something for their christmas special you know, it was awkward. Number one, because it's November. Number two, because it was 95 degrees out. Oh. And, you know, we're all, <laughs> we're all trying to look like we're bundled up and everything like that. And I was sweating so bad. I was like, this sucks. I was like, this is not even close to what winter is supposed to feel like. But it was cool. It was, it was weird. It was, <laughs> it was us and the Backstreet Boys. No way. <laughs> so it was, it was weird. Like seeing, like, cause what happens like when you perform at Disney or, I mean, or if you just have the money, you can go to Disney and get, you know, a guided tour. You know what I'm saying? You get to walk up the exits and exercise kind of like all the fast pass options and things like that. And so it was just weird because it was like my little group of guys. Toby didn't come with us. So, you know, obviously it's, you know, five guys that nobody knows walking around. And then we'd, you know, we'd like pass a Backstreet Boy and then pass another Backstreet Boy. And, you know, they were kind of doing the tours while we were doing the tours. And I was like this is really, really weird. Like that we're here on the same day as these guys, but it was fun, man. It was, you know, it's one of those things that's outside of our comfort zone. We don't do a whole lot of television, but, uh, this year, you know, God bless us with letting us do some stuff like that. And it's been fun. It's, it's, it's definitely like a nervousing kind of thing. Like, uh, just to, just to do it. And you're like, man, this is going to be on TV and TV is so unforgiving when it comes to vocals and things like that. But, it was fun, man. We after after it's over, we're always, we're always like, man, I'm glad we did that. Like we're, we're really nervous, but I'm, I'm glad we did that. So I'm glad we a, we sweated out and, <clears throat> and and did it. Yeah, exactly. So it was a lot of flying. We flew, you know, obviously Disneyland's in Anaheim, California. So we flew to Anaheim, did Disney, flew home yesterday, just for us on Thursday to fly back out to Ontario to start Winter Jam. So a lot of flying. So I haven't actually got to play much PlayStation, but I, I'm addicted. I don't know. It's a strange way I'm addicted to Plants vs. Zombies on my iPad. So nice. That's what that's was awesome. going on on the flights. 
Yeah, I meant to ask you that. Since we were talking about uh, mobile games last uh, episode, what all are you guys playing right now? Well, clearly we know Gabe's playing Plants vs. Zombie. Yeah. <laughs> I want to wait to buy more mobile games like until I get an iPad. Cause oh, that's good. I just hate playing them on a super small screen where yeah, your exactly. fingers are covering up the screen as it is. Yeah, right. and I've got... I've got meaty thumbs, so it's like I'm I'm playing this game, uh, Zombie Wood, right now, where uh, it's really cool. Like you're this guy that just kind of goes around and and shoots up zombies and blows up sets, and it's fun. But like the controls are, you know, it's a it's a landscape, and the controls are down at the bottom, and like my thumbs are going halfway through the screen, so I can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, man. They they I, I found another thing today. Um, I need to find the the name of it. I think it's just called Six Axis controller and uh it might be for android do you guys are you guys both you guys are both iphone guys yeah we yeah, both I'm have like, iphones yeah well well this is an android thing for some my for my droid people out there it's called six axis controller and it uh lets you connect a ps3 controller to your android headset um handset and so uh you can play your games with your playstation 3 remote which Obviously, I have one of them, and so I'll probably be working on that. They say it's not the easiest thing to plug up and get going, it's, and you have to have, like, a rooted phone and everything, but I root all my phones anyway, and so I'll be getting that shortly. That's really cool. One more device you can put your NES ROMs on. Yep. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. Um, well, man, let's I don't get into have... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, um, I, like, my wife has an iPad. I don't, so I just still have an iPhone. Uh, an iPhone 4, actually. So, honestly, most of the games that I play are either the strategy games, like Words with Friends. I play the crap out of that. Yeah. And um, I play a lot of Zynga Poker, too. I just love it. It's just, like, <laughs> I I play at least, like, even if I go all in and I have, like, a 2 and a 5, I just do it just because it's fun. <laughs> and um, and you, you play with all these different people, and, yeah, I've, I've been playing that for months. Well, Timothy Hall was telling me... Uh... You were telling me about what was it, Baldur's Gate? Uh, yeah, for the iPad, that should it's be coming, great. It's coming to the iOS, right? Yeah, that should be that should be super good. Definitely be getting that because I never played those games or Diablo or things like that. But like, I was in a clan with a guy that was like, he was number one in the world for Diablo two. Wow! And so I never actually got around to playing it because I was like, oh well, I know this guy and he's the best, so that's not fun. So I need to I need to go back and play those kind of games just because I never have. Yeah, man. I mean, it's worth a shot just to just to try it out. Like that's, like I said, just another big reason that I'm going to wait to buy any more games until I get an iPad. Because mm-hmm. kind of like how to add to what Tim was saying, my favorite games to play on the iPhone are like kind of just games that don't require quick, fast action. You know what I mean? Checkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I if I'm playing an iPhone game, I'm playing Words with Friends or uh, Bookworm or. Just like a you know pop cap games, not something that's going to be like you know a first person shooter on controller on iPhone four. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they had Dead Space two, I think for the i for iOS like a couple months ago, and that was for the iPhone. I'm like, there's no way I'm playing Dead Space on an iPhone. <laughs> I'm just going to die every five seconds because my thumbs are going to be in the way. Yeah, I, I felt the same way about when I saw like Mass Effect Infiltrator was on sale. Yeah, on uh, the iPhone, and I was like, uh, "You're like, that's all right." I don't really want to do that? Yeah, you can always get that iPad Mini. It's out. Hey, not for not for nothing. And me and Timothy Hall ripped Apple up and down 
the other a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the iPad mini and, and the price. I went and put my hands on an iPad mini today. I mean, that thing's kind of slick, man. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to get one. Are you eating your words? I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm going to get one. But okay. I, after that podcast, I, I, I was talking to my wife, and I was like, yeah, I was telling the guys that, you know, you would have wanted to get one if it was 250 but, you know, you wouldn't really want to get one at 330 And she was like, yeah. She's like, I just don't see why I would need one, blah, 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 blah. I tell you what, we pick one of those up today, and she goes, yeah, I might want one of those. <laughs> I was like, see, see, I do it. It's just too, yep. it's just too slick, man. It is, I mean, it does. It fits in your hand well. And if you're holding it portrait, you know, the typing's not going to be too crazy and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get one. Guys. I can't get, I can't get one, but it was just kind of like, it was just a little nicer feeling than I thought it was going to be. Oh, I'm sure it's, it's great. Like, I'm sure they can justify, you know, I guess the price point that they're at, we were just all kind of hoping for something a little cheaper so we could just jump at the chance to get it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Oh, I totally agree with you guys on that episode, though. Like, if they had brought that price point down to below three, they would be cleaning house right now. Oh, like, my it, gosh. Even if, oh, it would be insane. Because now, now there's rumors that Microsoft is doing an Xbox tablet, the Surface, yep. and it's supposed to be designed specifically for gaming, but, of course, Microsoft's not saying anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like I don't know. It's and it's a seven inch tablet too. So who knows? But they, I don't know. I I still think it'll probably be pretty good. And you know, it's fourth quarter holiday season, so I'm sure a lot of people are going to be getting them. Yeah, so we'll sure, see. of course. Um, when you say Xbox tablet, that kind of that kind of makes me a little uneasy, I guess, because when I think Xbox, <laughs> I think you know, first person shooter. I think um, you know, action game. When I think of yeah. tablet, I think of more strategy-based games, kind of like how Gabe was saying, Plants vs. Zombies. I think of games like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like they were wanting to do an Xbox tablet. It would kind of be a non-sequitur to what you know games are popular on Xbox. Right. Um, that's what I think, anyway. I'm with you. I got to say one more thing before we get into uh, news and current events. And this is the dad coming out in me, so I apologize, but this is kids, wives, and nine to fives. But um, Amara took her first steps today, tonight, actually. <gasps> so 13 and a half months old, and she is trying to walk and took her first step. She took like 15 steps back to back tonight. So it was like, that's pretty crazy for us. We're like, oh, shoot, our baby's about to be walking. So that's crazy. It's time to get a leash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Congratulations, dude. That is uh, insane. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's stupid. Little girl is it's walking. Definitely stupid. Um, That's awesome. Timothy Hall, hit us off with something. What do you guys have for your uh, TV service? Do we, either of you have anything? I have Charter, and I use Hulu and Netflix. I'm Comcast all the way. Yeah, I'm, I've got Comcast, too, just because they kind of have a monopoly in my area. We don't yeah, have uh, the The reason I was asking about it, though, of- yeah, we don't have an option. No. <laughs> um. With uh, Comcast, man, the Xbox gets pretty sweet. We've since we put it in the office, I've been uh, when we have our Comcast like our uh, cable service hooked up to our TV in here, but I've got the Xbox hooked up too. Well, they got the Xfinity app on there, right? I heard that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome because you can just watch anything. Like I don't have to wait for a show to come on. It, like one example, I was thinking about. Um, Somebody had mentioned that uh, show Comic Book Men 
and said I would really like it. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of that? No. Oh, yeah. What's it called? It's on AMC. Comic Book Men. Uh-uh, I've never heard of that. Yeah, I, well, I was just like, you know, I don't know what channel this is on. I don't know nothing about the show. So I just went to the Xfinity app, and I searched for it, and it had like four episodes for me right there. And I was just like, perfect. Right. That's all you need. That was that. It was perfect use of it. I watched all the episodes, and I was like, you know, this is so convenient. Like, Comcast, like, the thing that always made me, like, kind of hate using Comcast's on-demand service is that their cable boxes suck so bad. I mean, they are yeah, bad. I mean, all of their boxes. Yeah. Like, all their boxes are built on, like, at this point, basically 10-year-old technology. They suck. The interfaces <laughs> are terrible. I mean, yeah, they're so right. ugly. I know nothing about graphic design or anything like that, and I feel like I could have came up with something better. Oh, yeah. I, I know they're 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 just they're horrible to use. But using the Xfinity app on Xbox, it's like it adds so much more value to my cable because we were thinking about canceling cable, and now it's like you know now it's like perfect because I just I have that functionality, and I, it's like it's such a good value for me. It's added value to my existing service. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, it's it's better too when you're out and about and you forgot to record something, you just go right on there and you know. I've got my DVR all set up, and I can just hit record, and it'll sync it with the DVR. It's just perfect. And can't you stream Xfinity from your iPhone and stuff too? Yeah, I don't. Can you? Yeah, yeah. Huh? I think so. Well, I know you can do it on the iPad. I don't know about the iPhone yet. Oh, oh, oh! I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I might have misspoke, but I thought you could. It adds even more because I called up Comcast the other day. Their retention, as I said, I was thinking about canceling. I called them up and I was just kind of talking to them about it. And they were like, well, you know, we'll give you Showtime and HBO for free. And I was like, okay, that'll be good. (laughs) You're a sucker. Well, I was going to say, so like on the Xfinity app now, it's like I have access to all of Showtime shows and HBO shows and it's, it's perfect. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. That happened to me though. I called Comcast because my bill was just getting higher and higher and they're like, oh yeah, you're on an old package. We'll just slash that in half and you know, here's your you get a, a, an additional year free of you know all the major uh, movie channels. I'm like, okay, where was that phone call like six months ago? You know what oh I'm no, saying? they don't call you. You have to call them. I, oh, I always yeah. do it exactly. I, so like every I'm, time my promotion ends, I just call and get a new one. Oh yeah, so it's it's great. So I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this every year now. Golly, I know that's right. Um, yeah, that that I, I, it makes it so easy. When it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, I have a question for you guys. I, I've been seeing this a lot lately. <clears throat> I feel like it's been coming up all over the place. What do you guys think of Kickstarter gaming? So we all know Kickstarter is the website where if you, you got an idea or you want to sell something or you have art or you have an album you're trying to make. You go on Kickstarter.com. You you make a plea and people pay for your whatever. And in return, you give them you know a CD, a CD and a signed thing or dinner with you if they give like 10 grand and a lot of games have been popping up lately um you know like the android box that's that's coming out was it is it android yeah the android yeah, box is that, coming out and, Ooh yeah, or, yeah, oh yeah 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 oh yeah oh yeah did seven million on kickstarter i know and so it's nuts and you know there's these there's these people that are getting money hand over fist for these games and stuff like that and i was just wondering from you guys like do you think you and I know me and Hall probably wouldn't because we're freaking cheap, but like to give to give money towards a game that you can't see, can't play, can't try, 
and just in the hopes that it'll be good. Like, I wonder what's, what's uh, in the, the hopes uh, that it'll even come out. Yeah. What's the, uh, what yeah. do you think the draw is for that? Honestly, I think it might be kind of an, uh, within the industry kind of a thing because we've seen so many, uh, game software development teams lose their jobs in th- this past year. I mean, there's been a lot of closures in, in with different developers. Oh yeah. And I have a, I have a feeling that some of these people might be starting to go that route, but I, I, I know I probably wouldn't do it because I- unless it's a game that I know I would fit on paper, I know would kind of fit my style of gaming and what I like, there's no point. I mean, that's why we have demos, right? So we can see what we're doing and, and, and see what games we like and what we don't like. But it just seems more like as a lot of these, these, uh, gaming developers are losing their jobs. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if they're, that that might be an avenue for them to try and stretch their legs out and try and regroup and be like, okay, well, we, we didn't make it here, but you know, we're, we're, we have less, you know, either corporate constraints or less constraints so we can do whatever we want. And this is what we want to build. What do you think? Will you give us money? A lot of it stems from smaller collectives too. Like it's, you know, if a couple of guys get laid off from a developer and then, you know, they're like, well, shoot, you know, the five of us can make a game and then we'll split it five ways. Right. You know, if they were to get funded at, let's just say $500,000 and they work on it for two years, you know, that's 50000 a guy. Yep. That's yep. pretty quick math. <laughs> well done. Yeah, it was 50000 a guy right. per year. So, um, it's Yeah, it's just one of those things I thought was interesting because even we've seen in the in the music business, you know, especially being in Nashville and, and being a part of this whole thing seeing okay i know this band is signed to a record deal but they're still on kickstarter because you know the return is greater you know when there's because when you're when you don't have to put out any you know there's no uh oh what do you call there's no risk you know what i'm saying from the from the record company or from these video game makers so i just thought it was really interesting that some of these things are taken off and you know hitting their marks on the first day i'm like what do y'all even know about this game? This game could suck. You know what I'm saying? It could, you know what I mean? It could be full of flaws and, you know, and, and things like this. And I was like, man, that's interesting that that stuff is, is kicking off so much. Well, I've heard a couple stories about games not getting made, like games that were uh, funded through Kickstarter and have just ceased development. Right. I wish I could remember which ones they were. Cause Kickstarter is not like a guarantee pre-order. It's just a, it's a it's a funding utility, if you will. Yeah, and they're trying so to crack down on that to get too. Funds. They want to yeah. crack down on that, but <clears throat> I don't think there's a way to perfect it yet. Yeah, I think people saw the success of Ouya, and I think they're trying to ride the coattails of something like that. I mean, that's a totally to me that that seems like a, a category in and of itself because this is a new console altogether. It's like trying to compete with the heavy hitter. So I think a lot of people are interested because of the lack of next gen consoles now with games though it's so selective so you don't know anything about the game you haven't seen it developed you can't test it out but i'm going to give money to it Eh, i don't know for now for music for game for music i can understand because if i'm a fan of a band i'll probably support them on kickstarter just because i'm a fan and that that might be you know that's probably a good way for bands who are maybe more independent who don't have as much um, cash flow or, you know, that they're signed to a label, but maybe the label's not doing what they want. That's a way for them to really expand their fan base and get that stuff working. So I think that works great on a music side of things. Yeah, the band thing makes way more sense to me than the yeah. video game thing. I'm like, sheesh, yep. Luis, that's a hard that's a hard sell for me. 
Yeah, you look at the you look at the band thing, and I, I what was it? Five Iron Frenzy. Oh, remember gosh. that? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. One of the first ones to kill it. They got more support through their Kickstarter than I think they ever would just going to through a label and releasing a new album. Yeah, and they had to have been shocked. Yeah, you they were definitely mean? shocked. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, Router, you got anything for us? Well, I, I know Ubisoft isn't going anywhere, and they're not laying off anybody because they uh, <laughs> es- they uh, estimate that they sold three point five million dollars uh, of sales for Assassin's Creed Three in the first week. That's what they're that's what they're projecting right now. And the Wii U version is out November eighteenth, and the PC version is out November twentieth. So uh, I think they're going to clean house a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That, so well, did you hear it was the biggest launch of the year in UK? It was oh, really yeah. An American history game was the biggest launch of the year in UK. That's awesome. <laughs> and I say American history lightly because, yeah, I'm sure yeah, that they it's hardly changed history. a lot. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, they use some. Hey, it's man, this is, it's as history as uh, Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> awesome. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to see that movie. I did, too. I read the book, and it was great. So I wanted, I, I'm still probably going to see watch that movie at some point. I know that's but, right. But, um. We should just all go see the real Abraham Lincoln movie and just hope that he just busts out killing vampires. I'm I'm definitely seeing (laughs) that. Daniel Day-Lewis come busts out an axe and starts chopping people. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, was it? I'm looking forward to that movie. Was it $3.5 million or 3.5 million units? I have no idea. No, $3.5 million. That's what they're estimating. First week of sales for Assassin's Creed 3. And, And, okay, so I've been playing it, and I am so far behind. Uh, I am just, <laughs> I am just now be, being Connor at a teenage level. That's how far back I am. So I'm sure I'm not spoiling anything for anybody because everybody's probably blown past me and probably completed the game already. <laughs> but, but here's the thing: like I'm a, perf- I'm when it comes to these kind of games and these, uh, you know, 100% in Assassin's Creed. If nobody knows, you you sync the memory and you have these different options. And if you do all those options, you get a 100% sync. It's kind of like, you know, how you go trophy hunting and you want the platinum trophies all the time. I'm right. the same way when it comes to syncing. Like, I want 100% all the time. So I've restarted and replayed memories just to get the 100%. And I have one that I missed out because I ran out of bullets. And it's killing me at night. Like, I'm like, I've got to really? go back and do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But And that's just the completionist in me. Yeah. But um, so my router's overall review of Assassin's Creed 3 is it's beautiful. I'm going to play it. I will probably play it again. Um, I know it's been getting some mixed reviews. And in fact, I listened to um, another podcast, the podcast Beyond Guys over at IGN. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one of them, Colin Moriarty, he he played it and he, I don't want to say he crucified it, but he was kind of upset with, with how things worked. And there's actually a couple points I totally agree with him on. And one of them is controls. And I think, and Gabe, I don't know if you've started. Uh, I let you borrow Brotherhood. Um, I don't know if you've started it yet, but the con- but the control aspect of it is just feels a little loose at times. So, and the problem is, is that you have a button that can be used for both running fast and jumping. So when you're in kind of a more stealth mode, like, and you're running to get like to the next hide hideout, mm-hmm. like I'll accidentally hit the button, jump over something, and then uh, a guard sees me, and then you know it's it's. It's done, you know, so it, the control feels very loose. However, I will say like the combat side of things seems it's it's definitely cooler than previous Assassin's Creed because 
you can you know you can block more and now they do this like stop pause when when you've done a good block and you can you can counterattack and kill the person and you just have to hit a button and it and it happens so there's there's aspects of that 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 I found a little frustrating and honestly even some of the sequences are frustrating because some of them are stealth they require you not to kill anybody which hall you're completely out because you just go in with guns blazing anyway so <laughs> right. those, those sequences were I think those sequences would absolutely kill you but it was frustrating because in some of in some of them you don't know where the British soldiers are even though there's a little dot on your map but like you're trying to run to the next hideout and next thing you know you're 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 found and you have to start all over. I've started several sequences over and over again. So it's, it's been a little frustrating. I and got you. The, the only other thing I can say is the UI itself seems a little confusing and it's very overwhelming. There's a lot of, a lot of things that you can check out database entry stuff that you can look into and just, it just seems, I mean, it's cool looking, but it seems a little overwhelming. That being said, I still think it's beautiful. I can't, I'm like, I'm getting up early in the morning so I can play at least a good hour of it just because I get that excited about like, all right, what's the next phase? What's the next phase? I'm I'm super excited for what's to come. I know I'm so far behind, but it's it just it's beautiful and it's it's a lot of fun. Have so. you done any ship? Have you done any like nautical battles yet? Is that what you call that? No, that no, that happens later. Um, in the first memory sequence, you you do go on a ship, but you don't like blow anything up. You're you're basically doing some side missions around within the ship and finding out if somebody's you know causing trouble or that kind of stuff. But no, I, I haven't you. done any of that. But I, I've heard that the the ship sequences are are brilliant. So I mean, there's I think there's a lot of love hate going on with Assassin's Creed Three with some mixed reviews. I mean, it's a big it's a big time. It's an A game. It's been highly anticipated. Everybody's not going to love it. Yeah. But you know. I, I'm such a fan of the franchise anyway. I'm super excited. And that's what's hard about games like that because your expectations already set so high. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you're it's not like when I went and saw freaking Rocky Balboa in the theater, you know what I'm saying? I was like, this is about to suck. And then I walked out and I was like, hey, that wasn't that bad. But if I yeah. would have gone in like, oh snap, this is about to be Rocky Balboa, it's gonna be awesome, I would have walked out super disappointed. And right, so, exactly. Um, you know, I think a lot a of people like, had higher expectations for this game than and they exactly, had so much hype exactly. at E3. I mean, at E3, the hype was just everywhere. That was what everybody was talking about. And yep. I think a lot of people think that they hit or, that they they missed the mark in some aspects of it. And you know, hopefully they'll take this and and, and run with it for the next game. But you know what? It doesn't matter. It it's all comes down to your style of gaming and what you love. And these are the kind of games that I love. And yeah, there's a few things here or there, but it's not going to prevent me from saying. From from not playing it, like I'm still super excited, and I can't wait to finish it in probably by February, maybe who knows. <laughs> I think Ubisoft's marketing. I think I think Ubisoft's marketing team succeeded. They oh, yeah. wanted to get sales, and they got sales. So it's yeah. like, what what is it? What does it really matter how your game reviews if you were able to get enough people to buy it? Because there's still a lot of people out there that don't even read reviews. Yeah, right. and your yeah. little. So, Hall, I meant to say that little that link that you sent about the uh, game journalist. That was a very interesting. Uh, you want to you want to well. save that for towards the end or sure you whatever you want about that now or no? I mean, I just it's completely. Did you, you did you each read that article? By the way, yeah, I didn't see that. There's, well, we might as well get into it. Yeah, might as well. Um, there is an image, and it just cracks me up because I think. It, Gabe, have you heard anything about this? The Jeff Keeley Dorito Gate? Uh-uh. Educate me. Yeah, what happened was 
he was, I guess it was on his show. They were doing like a, um, was it? I think it, it may have been on Game Trailers TV. I'm not sure. Where they were doing like a, a Halo 4 um, premiere video or interview discussion or something like that. It was a sponsored event. Okay. And people were, you know, all in outrage because they're thinking, well, Jeff Keeley, he's a games journalist, you know, and he's taken money from, you know, who knows, Mountain Dew or Microsoft or whatever to do this event. Okay. And it just, it was kind of weird to me because I was like, who thinks of Jeff Keeley as a games journalist? Like, I just look at him more of like a, like a, show host you know what i mean he's, sure so he's what like, did that matter why were people upset well because he he's in a position where he's giving people opinions on games whereas he like like if he were to accept money for halo 4 and say halo 4 was good i mean you know obviously there's a conflict of interest oh there, yeah you know sure, I mean? sure sure yeah, yeah it was kind of like a payola thing with radio stations that kind of a deal like why is he sitting there with a bunch of doritos and mountain dew with him and again it 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 proves my point that you can – I mean a lot of people are outraged about it, but you know what? He's a quote-unquote video game journalist, and all of these reviewers, they – I'm sure a lot of them have hands in, in other people's pockets. It all comes down to your style of gaming, That and what I got from that article was – it could be any review. It doesn't matter. That's why there's demos available. That's why there's you know social media available, so mm-hmm. you can you can connect with other people that like the same kind of games as you do, and if if somebody crucifies the game that you love, who cares? You enjoy it. It doesn't matter. Exactly. exactly. And, you go. And also, you go play Resident Evil Six to your heart's content. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> exactly. And that's why. And that's why we have Metacritic too, so you can like, you know, get an idea of what everybody thinks about it. Like it's the same reason I like Rotten Tomatoes, because if there's a a movie that comes out, you know, I can get, I can get everybody's opinion on it and kind of make an assessment for myself. With Metacritic, it's the kind of the same thing where you can take a look at a game that you are interested in and kind of see what everybody thinks about it on the whole. You know, mm. obviously, if you have people that are, you know, w- one person that's a hundred and everybody else is fifty, you know, right. maybe they enjoyed the game more. Maybe they got payola. Who knows? You know, exactly. everybody gets something. Right. I mean, you know, <clears throat> see, yeah. some some games journalists, you know, they they go on. I don't know, free trips to see games. You know what I mean? Of course. I mean, so it, it, it's like, it's, you get paid it's, it's payola as well. It's just not cash. Exactly. It's not cash in so. your pocket, but you're like, hey, come do this for free and we'll show you this. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, uh, come join us in Hawaii on the beach <laughs> and see our game. Right. Any game's going to feel better in Hawaii on the beach. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> since we're talking about, you guys are talking about Halo, uh, We've talked a lot about Assassin's Creed. Uh, we know Black Ops is coming out next week, which I pre-ordered and I'm super excited about, which got leaked as well. Um, <clears throat> of course. And I, I mean, yeah, I, I understand. It's ridiculous. But um, it, it got me thinking, and we, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Are there too many sequels? Like, is there not enough original content coming out for you guys? Or do you guys like the continuation of something that's working? You know, it ain't broke, so don't fix it kind of kind of thing. I like continuation, but I think the reason there are you know sequels coming out is just a money thing. Yeah, you know, they know that there's not a whole lot of risk involved, especially if the prior game did good. Right, uh, right. Is there any games out there that you guys are like, man, this one needs a sequel? 
Like, have you ever have you ever come across a game, especially recently, that you're like, I would love to see a sequel to this game that maybe you haven't heard that's coming out yet? That's a good question. That's a, yeah, that's a good question. I was thinking uh, along the lines of like, I, I, I don't know if you guys didn't play it, I don't think, but there was a game called Heavy Rain. Um, oh, yeah. That I, I thought was just that's right. really, really cool. It's uber dark, <laughs> but I like dark stuff. But <clears throat> I thought Heavy Rain was... A great game, and I think they're getting obviously that same company is doing. I think beyond uh, two souls, and so like at least I'll get to see something from them, but it's it's not the same thing, you know. And who knows? We might be seeing The Last of Us two down the road too. Oh well, I hope. Yeah, if The Last of Us does well, I could see that continuing. Gosh, I can't. When is that coming out? I cannot wait. Jeez, I know. Look at the Uncharted series, though. I mean, look how great that makes total sense because it's a, it's a game, it's a franchise that everybody loves. Um, they like the character Nathan Drake, and you know, any there will be an Uncharted four, and I will be happy to buy it and I will play it over and over again because you become it's like a it's like any book you read or any trilogy, any movie. You enjoy the characters, you want to dive deeper into what's going on. And that's a no-brainer. I'm really right, and you know? I'm really excited for Uncharted Four. I'm really hoping that it's a uh, PlayStation Four title, so they can take advantage of the new yeah, hardware. Right? And also, too, oh yeah, I, I think it's funny when I think about that game because obviously, with the next-gen console, they'll be wanting to breathe new life into it. So I just keep seeing Nathan Drake like in a village with a beard and long hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice. Like, nice. like, uh, like they did the Max Payne a little bit. It, exactly. Like, it just I can I can see that being the direction they go in, and it's going to be hilarious when they do. <laughs> oh, you! We will be seeing all kinds of bundles for for that Uncharted Four with a PS4. I mean, we'll that they'll be bundling that up. No An- problem. Another another one was a. I don't know if you guys played them, but it, it actually already got a sequel. But Infamous and Infamous Two, I thought were really good games. And I wouldn't mind seeing I wouldn't mind seeing the trifecta of those. I just downloaded Infamous Two because um, PlayStation Plus had that for free a while ago. So yep. I'm, I'm actually I, I'm looking forward to playing. That's those a games. good one. I'd dive in. I really need to play them. It, the funny thing is, is that I got both of them for free because I got number one back when the hack happened, and I got oh. number two with <laughs> exactly. Instant Game me Collection. Too. So yeah, me too. <laughs> so it's like nice. I haven't had to pay for Infamous. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good. I think those are really good games. Um, I can't wait to play them. Speak. I, I just got to throw this in there real quick because I saw it and it made me excited and it made and it rejuvenated my spirit for this. But speaking of sequels, obviously we know there's another Star Wars coming out, and Harrison Ford said he might be up for you know getting his Han Solo on, and I was like, all right, that's what I'm talking about because <laughs> yeah. obviously Mark Hamill's going to do it. Obviously, hopefully Carrie Fisher will do it because I mean, what are you doing? and uh nothing (laughs) and 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 so that's what you need harrison ford so if all three of those guys get on board man i'm like okay i'll see you a little bit disney you know what i mean i won't be too mad if you make a seventh i don't know man i think it's gonna be like star wars the geriatric series (laughs) (laughs) but that's the thing is i really do is episode seven wasn't episode seven supposed to be like 30 or 40 years into the future so we're getting close exactly yeah Yeah, we're close exactly and if we if we've learned anything from Liam Neeson, age don't age ain't nothing but a number, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Jean Valjean. <laughs> and here's my question: Like, how old? How long do Wookies live? So, I mean, is Chewbacca going to still be? Is like Han and Chewie oh, still going to be kicking I, it together? I, they have to be. They have to be. They have to be. Except he's all gray. Like Chewie's all gray instead of brown. 
Yeah. That'd be awesome. And instead of, he's like, oh, dude, Han needs to have a huge beard and long hair. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. You try to you give know, everybody you, the Jesus treatment. Exactly, exactly. It's, yeah, it's like the Gandalf treatment, sounds <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> no, see, how that's awesome so would awesome. that be? You open up and, like, you know, like, it's... You know, Luke Skywalker or something practicing with his lightsaber, and he's got a be- giant beard and like long hair. Yeah, Perfect. like they haven't been fighting in a long time. For some reason, I just got an image of the uh, hobo from Happy Gilmore. So <laughs> <laughs> that's probably not a good one. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and speaking of movies, Wreck It Ralph, $49.1 million in the box office. Yeah, that's man. pretty awesome. Thank you. And I love that. I haven't seen it yet. I wasn't part of the $49 million. I'm sorry. But hey, outside of Pixar movies, that's the biggest opening weekend for a Disney animated film. That's crazy. Awesome. Biggest opening weekend. Good. So I was like, good. And one of my buddies went and saw it tonight. And uh, he took his little girl and little boy. And he texted me in the middle of the movie. He goes, you're going to love this on so many different levels. And I was like, yes, awesome. oh, good. I can't wait to go see I'm it. I'm just glad there was attention put into it. So Exactly, exactly. So I'm sorry. I had to and it sounds like they did it right, too. Yeah, exactly. Good little story, great animation, great voice acting. John C. Riley's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Um, so I can't, I can't wait for that to go. Speaking of John C. Riley, have, have either of you guys seen... Um, Oh, What's eating Gilbert Grape? Doc- yeah, I saw that. No, check it out with uh, Doctor Steve Brule. <laughs> no, I oh. didn't see that. You just you need to see it. Oh, I'll check J- it. out. Hey Tim, DVR it on Adult Swim whenever it's on. Okay, it's John C. Riley. It's hysterical. Oh, of course it is. Of course it is. Um, Timothy Hall, give us something else. Uh, well, I was going to say, keeping with the beards theme, I thought about this today. How long has it been since we've had a president with a big beard? Have we ever? We have in the past, well, back in like the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, I mean, like, not why in our don't lifetime. we have? Why don't we have like ruffian presidents anymore? Come on, man! Because we don't want tough guys. We want nice guys. <sighs> Whatever. No, man. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to see a president with a beard throw down. I think it'd be great. By the way, happy election day, everybody! Or, or belated election day. <laughs> the thing is, what I love. I love this day. I get. I get really excited because whoever you voted for. It's your God-given right. That's right. That's as right. an American to vote, it's what our soldiers are fighting for. I absolutely love it. I feel super patriotic. I think I put like three or four "I voted" stickers on Piper today while she was asleep. <laughs> we took, we went to the polls, and she was sleeping the whole time. So I, I put an "I voted" sticker on her forehead, took a picture of it, and posted it on. See, I so just remember I watched... vote. Go ahead. Vote. Well, go, no, go ahead. What do you say? I was going to say, just remember, vote beards in 2016. <laughs> That's right. We need I to sat, bring the beards back. I sat around and watched. Screw in- the economy. Screw everything else. We need I beards. I sat around and watched Independence Day all day just to stay in the spirit. I was like, nice. "That's right. Welcome to Earth." Anyway, I love. It. <laughs> <laughs> you I said love it wrong, movie. man. It's welcome to Earth. <laughs> I did say Earth. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's I can't awesome. <laughs> With an F. Yeah, that's good. Well, but I-, I love this day. I think it's fun. But yes, you're right. We haven't had a bearded. A long-bearded president in quite some time. We'll have to look. I, I want to look that up and see uh, see who our last fully bearded president was. That would be awesome. Um, so the PlayStation 4 specs were leaked, and it was a bunch of stuff I don't understand. So I hope it's going to be yeah, awesome. Is that, is that a confirmed link, or was that just like massive rumors? I think I think there was some, some pretty solid stuff in there because the um, dev kit got out there. 
Yeah, you got to think about it. Naughty Dog's probably got the PS4 dev kit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah man. Well, well, then Sony knows where to go to to figure out who put the leak out. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. They don't care. It doesn't. Yeah, matter. no, that no. just creates hype, hype, man. That's that's a good thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And they better make it out first. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I think for Sony to do well, they've got to come out first. I can almost guarantee you that the uh, Xbox and PlayStation Four dev kits are going to be almost the same. I guarantee it. Yeah, I mean, and so? and because it, developers don't want to have to have two different teams working on two different versions, they want to have something more streamlined. Yeah, sure. Kind of like iOS and Android. Hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think that would be a, a tremendous pain. Like if there's a little more congruency with everything and and everything, like it's kind of like web languages for me. Like with with PHP, it's a language that there's a particular language, and then Windows has their ASP. They're kind of the same structure, but they just do things differently. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, but there's a lot of developers that know both. So if if that comes along, I think that makes so much more sense and we'll probably see an explosion of so much better gaming gaming quality and and just more functionality because if that happens i doubt it'll ever happen because everyone wants to you know keep their secrets from everyone else we would see we would see better quality multi-platform titles because developers would have to like they would use less resources where they didn't need to be used right now you've got they have two different teams working on a PS3 version and an Xbox version, whereas there was a more streamlined hardware system, they could have all of those developers working on the one version and then just kind of make the subtle changes right at the end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course. Of course, yeah. Be, um, make a lot more sense. Yep. Also, you can go get your hands on the Wii U nowadays. Yeah. They released 5,000 of them across... Uh, was it GameStop, Toys R Us, Walmart, and Best Buy? So go get your hands on a Wii U. That'll be interesting. I'm very curious to see how that how that pans out. I'm not. <laughs> Man, we're just dogging Nintendo today. <laughs> Poor Nintendo. I, I honestly, we love you, Reggie. When the new PlayStation and the new Xbox hit, people aren't even going to care. I don't think. I think you're right, though. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I think the Wii U came late to the party because there's already talk of next gen consoles, and they're coming out with this one now. Well, they're they're yeah. trying to they're trying to be first. And if you look at the Wii U hardware, it looks like it could probably run multi platform titles better than the current PS3 and the Xbox, which are you know old. Yeah, but, so, yeah. but barely. Yeah, so I, I think the Wii U's right for you know now until the end of next year is going to have the best console multi-platform versions of games well do you think and do you think that's more hardware based or software based? i mean i mean the hard the the hardware probably supports the supports everything that they're wanting to do you know 30 frames no drops and anti-aliasing yeah Yeah. i guarantee you the wii u hardware will support that stuff yeah it'll definitely be smooth they got to come out with a different uh controller though man those aren't that's not a hardcore gaming controller they well, they have the don't they have the Wii U Pro controller, like the fifty dollars yeah, one. Yeah, that don't come with the that don't come with the John. You know what I'm saying? They don't even come with the system. You gotta go get that. Oh, uh, well, yeah, you gotta get it separately. Yeah, so not everybody's gonna have that. Yeah, that's gonna be fragmentation. 
Yeah. Lord of mercy. Yeah, whatever. I gave up on Nintendo a long time ago. No, don't give up. You can't never give up on Mario. I, I didn't give up on Mario. I gave up on Nintendo. <laughs> I'll play Mario. <laughs> I just won't play Nintendo. Oh, shoot. Um, so a little stuff. Uh, PS Plus. I think you can get... Did, have you guys looked at um, PlayStation Network? Is it totally different? No, I've been meaning to no, check I, that out. I heard about it. Um, so that's supposed to be revamped. What, they changed the interface? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I But mine's, like I said, mine's on a bus to Ontario, California right now, so I won't be checking it out. Uh, Resident Evil 5 is free for PS Plus users. And so, oh, go get that, man. That's your favorite series. <laughs> hey, I heard five's better That's than all six, you. so... Yeah, five's yeah. supposed to be better. Yeah, I actually, I'm actually probably going to grab that. Dude, we should play a co-op. There you okay. go. There you go. I like Challenge that. Challenge accepted. Yeah, exactly. Um, And, of course, Black Ops 2 is coming out next week, which is going to probably put Taylor Swift's album to shame, even though she sold a grip of albums in her first week. But no, so you're saying find that... Out th- the surge of Black Ops 2 is going to bring down Taylor Swift. Are you <laughs> saying, saying that's the same are, customer? I, I'm, I'm saying that it has to be somewhere along the line. The same customer is going to be never, ever, ever getting back together with somebody and shooting somebody in the head next week. <laughs> so it's going to be amazing. <clears throat> that's awesome. And Mortal Kombat's getting a reboot in theaters. I think it's a bad idea. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Lord. We were just talking about that, too. It's like, oh, come on. Uh, Warner Brothers. Come on, man. Don't dude, do it. It's got to do it. I'm trying to. It's got to be better to, than the first one, man. Uh, yeah, but why even do it? I'm try- Hey, Warner Brothers, I'm trying to, to warn a brother right now. Don't do Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So anyway, That's y'all so got funny. anything else before we get up out of here? I think I'm good. I got one more thing. Um, I hate to say it, boys, but uh, Future US confirmed today it will end production of PlayStation, the official magazine. What? Its last, it, yeah, its last issue is slated for holiday 2012, and uh, so they are basically the print side of PlayStation, the official magazine, will be done. And I also heard that Nintendo Power will be closing as oh, well. Oh no, that closed a while ago. So you mean? But I think like they or they announced <laughs> it. Yeah. They oh, announced right. it a while ago. I guess. December is their yeah. last month or something. I think, yeah, I think December's the end of print for both. So you mean to tell me that they still make a PlayStation 2 games, but they're not going to give me the magazine no more? That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, uh, to add to that, Pro Evolution Soccer 2013 came out actually today. I saw it in the new, re- new release schedule. It came out for Wii, PSP, and PS2. Nice. <laughs> So if I don't get my magazine, I'm not going to know these things anymore. (laughs) Thank you. How am I going to get my PS2 news? Dude. My gift to you. Magazines, it's (laughs) it's been the writing on the wall, man. When you see see babies playing with iPads and they pick up a magazine, they're trying to like swipe stuff on it. You know magazines are (laughs) done. Absolutely. (laughs) I literally, this is a little embarrassing. I literally did that on my wife's laptop the other day. Like I was... Type because I have a case where I like open my iPad and there's a keyboard right there. I've gotten so used to like typing, typing, typing on a keyboard and then touching the screen. And I literally touched my wife's 
macbook pro screen the other day on her laptop and i was like what <laughs> am i doing goodness gracious <laughs> see yeah uh, see it's ingrained in your head you've you've proven it i think uh tim was on to something when he got the digital version of at gamer magazine <laughs> that's right he saw We're the writing to on keep the wall alive. I, know. I am thinking ahead people to the future <laughs> yeah all them digital coupons that's hilarious yep um well, man, let's get up out of here. We are Married to the Games. Please check us out, MarriedToTheGames.com. Uh, subscribe on Stitcher. Rate us on iTunes. Holler at us. Mailbag at MarriedToTheGames.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. You can catch us on Facebook. We're trying to cover all our bases, man, so keep hollering at us. And uh, we really appreciate you guys listening. We really, really do. For Gabe Patillo, for Timothy Hall, for Tim Router. We about this thing. Peace. For listening to this podcast. Do you have questions about Noah's Flood? If so, you don't want to miss The Ark in the Darkness in theaters near you on March 20th and 21st. If you're interested in delving deeper into the mysteries and questions surrounding Noah's Flood, The Ark in the Darkness will provide thought-provoking insights from a team of scientists with answers from Answers in Genesis and Liberty University. The Ark in the Darkness reveals the truth about Noah's Flood. The incredible film hits theaters on March 20th and 21st. Buy tickets now at noahsflood.com. That's noahsflood.com.